We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ole Miss fans need a hotel for the game weekend? Many OTAs keep all the commissions, but at Fan Plans, you still get your loyalty points, receive direct confirmation from the hotel, and you support Rebel Grove. Visit fanplans.com slash rebelgrove today. Welcome into another edition of the Mason Brooks Show presented by The Rogue. I'm Neil McCready. That guy, as you might imagine, is Ole Miss offensive lineman Mason Brooks. Ole Miss beats Auburn in a wild game at uh, Vault-Hemingway Stadium, 48-34, to I believe was the final. It probably would help to have some notes in front of me, but <laughs> if you could see my little desk here on a Sunday, you'd understand that organization is... That was hours ago. That's over. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Ole Miss moves up to number seven in the Associated Press poll. The Rebels now 7-0 and overall, 3-0 and in the uh, SEC. And they head to Baton Rouge this weekend. Um, I'll play LSU. LSU, a 45-35 winner over Florida last night at the Swamp. Uh, the Tigers lost twice. They're uh, on just on the outskirts of the top 25. Uh, the game kicks off at 2.30 p.m. on uh, CBS. Mason, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Yeah, as always, um, I guess I should also tell people before we get rolling that we're brought to you by the Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson. It's uh, 4450 I-55 North, or you can go to therogue.com. They uh, always have the latest items from uh, Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, so many other name brands uh, right there at the Rogue. We're starting to get into the Christmas shopping season a little bit. Uh, you can get uh, pullovers like the one that uh, Mason's wearing right now uh, at the Rogue. They've got uh, those really good-looking um, good uh, Ole Miss pullovers that they're, they're there, other stuff as well. If your uh, loved ones are fans of other teams, they've got that gear as well. So uh, get started on your holiday shopping, Christmas shopping at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, or therogue.com. So uh, kind of a crazy day yesterday, kind of a crazy game. Game starts at 11. I don't think it ended till uh, <laughs> it's like 4 maybe with a, a lightning yeah. delay or whatever. Uh, I'm going to start with the lightning delay, believe it or not, and get to some other stuff. 
Mm-hmm. What do you do six and a half minutes to go mm-hmm. in a game? You think, hey, we're about to close this thing out. And then all of a sudden, because literally, Quinshawn Judkins scores, and you're yeah. like, 10-point lead, this thing's 14-point lead, whatever it was, about over. And then all of a sudden, hey, there's lightning in the vicinity. Um, get off the field. We'll let you know when you come back. I assume you guys go to that little halfway room underneath. Oh, so, wait, first off, I want to say we finally got our – we finally got our Rogue episode. We've been talking about doing a fancy suits episode, and, and we finally got our Rogue gear, so that's exciting. Um, cool, to, cool to support them. Uh, yeah, no, so normally we go, for people that don't know, at halftime, let me, let me rewind. So we have our locker room, which is in the indoor practice facility, um, down like a big, long tunnel. And then when you come out of the tunnel, on your right, there's a smaller locker room that we go into halftime. We do that so we don't have to go all the way down back to the locker room just to come all the way out because it's only about a 10 minute, 15 minute break. If that at halftime, um, they got like a medical medical room in there and everything. So like they can take care of everything we need and they come out. So rain delay hits. And I didn't even know the rain delay hit. There was a streaker before that, or it wasn't even a streaker. It was just a, <laughs> a craze, probably inebriated fan. I think it's um, safe to say he'd had a couple. <laughs> I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. <laughs> we decided to book it, and I remember we were we were getting ready to take a shot uh, downfield, and my coach was so mad. He was like, "Man, we're like get it, get him off the field. What are we doing?" Everyone's on the headset, pissed off because uh, we were just trying to we were trying to roll, and it's just between the between Auburn just really being uh, banged up there every yeah. other play, just about um, and. <laughs> crazy man with with a pom-pom on his head um we were already kind of behind um and then you you got you know going in the half there so i didn't even know there was a rain delay i was we were getting ready to uh to roll and then they're like all right everyone inside and i was like man dude lightning delays are never good to begin with and you just you hope it's the one because if a couple more hit then you're you're sol it used to be exciting you know back in the day you know in practice You'd be like, please, can we get some more lightning strikes so we can, you know, maybe get to go home when you're in high school and you're like, man, you know, I really want to go home and take a nap. Um, please, uh, can we get some more Texas heat lightning? Yeah. Uh, but not not in the middle of a game, especially not a game like that where you have momentum and you want to just kind of finish it out. Um, you know, going in, having to reset can be difficult. So we started in the halftime locker room and then, Coach came in and he said, we're, we're going all the way down. And when he said that, I was like, oh, dude, better get cozy. And as soon as we got in there, they were like, phones, phones, everyone's phones. Because, you know, some guys, like, they can't go they can't go <laughs> 10 minutes without their phones, man. I'm surprised guys don't have them on the field. I mean, phones have been, like, such a such a thing Coach Harp's on now. And then I just take them up because guys love their phones. And so everyone turns their phones in and uh, – then you're just you're just sitting there staring at the guy across from you. The guys are like laying down and trying to stay in the zone. You know, you don't want to like kind of lose that edge. And so, but that's hard to are, do, right? I mean, to kind of because so hard. It's totally like something. I you know, it happened last year. I think in Tennessee there was a delay. The guys were talking about. I could be wrong there, um, but it's hard. Um, it's hard to come back out of that and kind of not. We treated it as like a, almost like a six-minute game. Hey, we're going back out for a, like essentially a six-minute game. Let's stay focused in. But it was difficult for everyone to kind of stay locked in 
um, you know, there, I think we did a really good job, you know, as the, as the game showed, but, um, just like dudes walking around and stretching and trying to stay loose and trying to stay, you know, ready to go. So we could haul out of that tunnel. I was just praying. I was like, God, please, please let this be a brief lighting strike and not one we're in here for two hours and we got to go out there and it's nine 30 when we get done with the freaking game. So well, you are alone. You, you are alone. I'll tell you this. Y'all were just getting ready to resume and I'm writing. So I'm, you know, looking at the right. Of course. And, and, uh, Ole Miss did the little light show thing with the light. Yeah. And in my peripheral vision, I thought, oh, shit, that's lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I literally, I could almost feel like tears welling up in my eyes, like, there goes my Saturday night. It's just gone. <laughs> yeah. over. And then I realized, no, they're just doing the light show thing. And I was like, oh, thank God. The feelings are mutual, man. They're, they've been on uh, a six-year beating streak that they haven't. They a lot of these guys never beat Auburn. Actually, all the guys I live with, and they we we wanted to break that bad. And so the guys were like, "Come on, can we can we break the streak and get going? I mean, can we get up out of here?" And so uh, there was a lot of like, "Hey, man, we want to beat these guys, and this is taking forever. We just want to we want to accomplish this already." And so uh, it was definitely not ideal. You took an official visit to Auburn before you visited Ole Miss um, after, you, after you got in the portal, um, after you finished up at Western Kentucky. Um, how many of those guys, coaches and stuff, did you do you know? And did you kind of have any interaction with any, any Auburn guys yesterday? Yeah, so uh, the, the, one of the defensive ends who ended up starting because their starter was hurt, uh, played with me at Western. He was one of my good buddies, and so it was good to see him. And then, uh, you know, some of the coaches that recruited me, um, you know, came and talked to me. Good, good guys, good people over there. I, I, I wasn't sure if the O-line coach was going to say something or not because I thought he might, you know, he's a really good guy. So I expected him to not um, be not classy. But, um, you know, I was just kind of you never know what you're going to get with people, especially after a loss. But I think they were just more focused on um, the situation they have in hand and less on, um, you know, other stuff. I know some of the guys there had some choice words for me going here. So. It was a uh, it was a little fuel in my fire for uh, for us to whoop up on them in any capacity. Um, so I was happy to get out there and uh, and mix it up with those guys. But um, you know, it's, it's good people, good people on every team. You know, there's there's uh, it college football is college football, but college football in the South. You know, um, you know most of the people are from the South and 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 they have Southern morals, and so you end up running into a lot of good guys. So that's uh, that's nice. I'm curious, could you tell on the field or, and, you know, on the sideline just from interactions, could you tell that this is a kind of a program or a team kind of in the midst of some chaos? I mean, there's a lot of talk about Brian Harson whether he's going to make, make it through the week. Auburn has an open date. There's been a lot of speculation that Auburn will make a move during the open date involving Brian Harson. They essentially had a coup that failed last year to get rid of him, and it looks like looks like he's not going to make it to another season. Um, could you tell that? I mean, with that thing, you never know just because of, you know, payouts and whatnot and what people are thinking. But, I, I mean, you can definitely see when a team is not on the same page, like obviously on the field, but just kind of, you know, obviously on the field in a score capacity, but also just kind of in a demeanor capacity. You know, how is this team playing together? Is it a collective group or does it feel like guys are kind of all on different pages? And that could be from the team. You know, that could be a team that's not super well gelled or it can come from a staff where the, you know, the staff isn't super well gelled or it can kind of come from both. And you could just tell like not great on the same page. They ran the ball really well. And so, I mean, you know, credit to them. I'm not taking away from them. They're, they're a good team. And 
you know, you play – we said it last week. We said it two weeks ago. You play an SEC team, have SEC players. No one's going to lay down this conference. Records don't mean crap. It's all about the next opponent and how they're going to play. You see it happen every week. You see it happen this week. Um, you know, different teams going down. And, and so you got to bring your A game. And, and, you know, you are playing, uh, you know, Auburn and whatever that brings. And so there's another element there. But, um, you know, you can, you can kind of sense on the field. It's just one of those things – you know, especially as an older guy, you can kind of tell, you know, where's this team at and, you know, where are these guys at? Um, and that's just really like one of those kind of feel things, you know, like your spidey senses in the field. But I don't know what you want to – I don't know what you would call it, you know. So that's uh, – Yeah, I sometimes I think I can kind of – and maybe it's because you predispose yourself to go, oh, this team's in trouble because I heard about it. And then you yeah. make yourself see it. But sometimes you can tell on a field like when a team – like even a program's kind of up and coming, like maybe they're not quite there yet, but you can tell just by the way they play and fight and scrap and all of that. Like you kind of yeah. saw, it with, saw it with Tennessee a little bit last year, like, oh, those cats are coming. I mean, like like last night, if someone had told you a year ago, hey, in a year, they're going to get somebody, you'd be like, yeah, I can see it. And, you know, yeah. and then it happens. So it's kind of like that. And you, you, I think sometimes you can sort of see it. And Auburn just was kind of – they weren't flat. I thought y'all kind of got their A game, but yeah, just – they, I don't think they really believed at any point that, hey, we're going to go win this. Yeah, 100%. It's, like, it's a little, like, seed of doubt that you can kind of feel. And we were talking about it, you know, in the game, um, you know, especially when we're bringing the juice on the sideline. And, I, you know, I'm trying to, you know, bring everyone up. And, and we get we have good energy on the sideline, which is so important to Kiffin. Um, you know, that's why you see the all-hands-on-deck stuff and the fire extinguisher and whatnot. Because when you're when, – I mentally if you're already kind of in that seat of doubt thing and you see the other team jumping around the sidelines and getting hype and you're already frustrated it it messes with your head and, and that's something small but that's something that can really phase guys and you know we saw them second half they were kind of you know sitting down not looking you know that that that's something small and something you might not think about as much but the whole you know where are they from a like a morale standpoint it it can change a game. I mean, momentum is super important and keeping momentum, but morale too, especially on the side is, is huge. So, you know, believing in your team and your coaches and your players is, is massive. We're also brought to you by Liston and D's. It's a full service law firm located in Ridgeland, Mississippi. It focuses on complex civil litigation. Liston and D's clients include individuals, businesses, and state governments throughout the United States. Um, Speaking of running games, you guys, uh, you guys had the running game going. Three different guys go over a hundred yards: uh, Quinshawn and then uh, uh, Zach Evans and Jackson Dart all get over the one hundred yard mark. As an offensive line, that's got to be numbers that make you pretty happy. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I think the good thing about our team is like happy, but always looking, always clawing and scratching for. Oh, well, you know, we missed this one and we missed that one. And I think I guarantee when we go meet tomorrow. It's going to be, hey, look, you know, this hole was here and this was there and, you know, we got to hit this faster. And so I like I like that a lot. But, man, we we wanted to run the rock. We had a game plan set up to run the rock and we ran the rock. And we handed it, we handed it off 69 times. We had 69 rushes. And guys and me were talking this morning. It was probably more than that with all the draws and whatnot, you know, and and, and that was something we felt confident in. And we did it. And we executed it. And, uh, you know, is there more to do? Absolutely. And they ran the ball, too. I mean, it was a. It was a ground game. There's some we said some 
kind of old like, school SEC. Except the, in the old school SEC, it would have been more like seventeen to thirteen because nobody would yeah. have all the tempo and stuff. You know, <laughs> would have been let's run and let's huddle for forty-five seconds and then let's run. A hundred percent. It was just a just a rush battle, and so that was uh, that was cool to watch though because you know we we were all up in the air. You know, with Vanderbilt last week, and they were in the air too with the passing game, and this week was just you know two grounded pounds going at it and so uh it was just cool to kind of see the team um you know and really lane and the staff uh adapt and not be stuck in the ways and say you know look this is what's working and we're going to run this and we're going to keep running it until it doesn't work you know as opposed to well let's force the pass or let's try to do something that we're not you know let's figure out what works and let's do it and so it's good being on a team like that because uh there's not a whole lot of egos on the staff and, and and a whole lot of guys are just ready to do whatever it takes to win the game so We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. You guys uh, opened the season on September the 3rd. You've played every Saturday since then. Um, and it's starting to show a little bit the wear and tear, some injuries, guys missing time. Um, you got two games left before an open date. And obviously being seventh in the country and undefeated and now in first place in the SEC West, it, you don't really get a weekend off here for a little bit. How beat up is this team? How much is managing um, injuries and such a challenge right now? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's huge. And, and uh, you know, I, it's playing the SEC. You know, I, I really pay bye weeks a whole lot of mind. We had an early bye week last season. And so um, it was kind of a haul last year for me. Um, and so 
I, I didn't realize quite how much wear and tear is in this conference, but it is it's 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 the day in day out because you're playing an SEC team every day at practice, and even you know, like just about everyone here is legit. I mean, there's not a whole lot of you know slaps on this team. I mean, there's freaking dudes everywhere on every step of the depth, and so um, you know you're gonna bang um, you know every week during the week, and you know we can run the ball seventy times, and you play a run you play a run offense like that. I mean, you guys are gonna hit, and, and you know there's gonna be. But uh, bruises and bumps and different stuff that comes out of that. And so Kiffin's done a good job of, uh, <clears throat> you know, knowing when to go and when to crank it and when we need to go full full go and 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 bump pads and when we need to kind of ease off. And, and, and my coach preaches, uh, you know, treatment make mandatory for the guys that, you know, kind of don't love that stuff. But most of the guys that start and have been doing this for a little while understand you really can't – you can't get through it without it. You need it. And so we have a salt deprivation tank. I don't know if people know what that is, but um, I got in there a bunch with the, when I had the concussion. But it's uh, like a big pod with a big, like, door, like a spaceship. And you get in there, and uh, there's, like, lights. And they're, like, really dim lights and, like, calming music. And you put your head in this little donut, and it's all salt. And so you, like, float. You sit there like – that was a that was – <laughs> it was a great. That's what it looks like right there. Yeah, <laughs> you, you float around, and uh, it's supposed to like help with all your joints and muscles, and help you. Uh, they say like forty-five minutes in there is equivalent to like four or five hours of sleep or something crazy like that. Oh, wow. so that's huge. Don't get in there with cuts though, and not put ointment on it because it will burn like crazy. But uh, between you learned, that, and you that the hard way. I did learn that the hard way. Yeah, big hard way guy. <laughs> I like learning things the hard way. So. Uh, I've mastered the salt tub now. I like to brag. I mastered flying and I mastered the salt tub. So it's pretty exciting. But we, you know, we have a hot tub, cold tub, uh, compression boots, needles, cups. But you see, and that's what I like to see, um, you know, about this team is as the season's gone on, more and more guys in there working on their bodies, guys that aren't hurt. And, that, you know, the, the uh, you know, protecting your body in advance, right? You know, kind of predictive. Uh, you know, treatment on your body so you're not doing it after, but, you know, really working on your body now. But it, it is a, it is a grind. And when you have a culture that, um, you know, goes like we do, it, it, you, need, you need to be, you know, wary of the fact that your body's going to wear down at some point. And, and, and so, uh, y- yeah, you know, two weeks on the buy and then, you know, two weeks on the road. Um, yep. The road gets, take a bigger toll on you. Um, and so that's going to be, you know, interesting for us in terms of, um, you know, how healthy can we stay here and, and how juice can we stay here, um, you know, on the road back to the back. So you get to enjoy a game like yesterday for any period of time to get to get out and whether it's the Grove or get with your family or whatever for an hour or two before you go like back into business mode. Yeah, I, I, I it depends. You know, I've had some, um, you know, I love the game so much and this season has been difficult for me. So, you know, after the games, um, you know, I've been kind of hard, you know, some weeks um, just because, frustrations and whatnot really come out after the games and um you know it's it's mixed emotions because you're so, you know you're so happy your team's succeeding and seeing your your teammates succeed um you know you just want to be a part of it um in any regard so trying to be a part of it any way i can um but you know for me personally sometimes i feel like not that i don't deserve but like it's sometimes it's a little hard for me to, to get out there you know after the game and, and really go wild um because of just how i work and my work i think and i want to um you know, contribute, but, um, you know, I had a bunch of family in town this week and some family friends and, um, you know, I was, I'm, I'm 
every week I feel like I'm learning something different, learning something new. And, and you know, I was really at peace this week, um, you know, busting my butt and, 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 you know, did my part this week. And I, and I said, you know, I'm, I might never get to experience the Grove again as a football player. You know, I, I don't know. We might have two more 11 a.m. games. You never know with how things are being set up, but probably not. Um, and I said, I'm going to go, um, you know, take my buddy out over here to the Grove and check it out. I've never seen it before. And it's crazy, as people said. And it was winding down and it was still crazy. Um, but it was good, you know, walking around. People know me as the podcast guy or the Lego guy, which is great. Um, I think the Lego thing is. I I think the Lego thing is so cool. By the way, it it uh, it's um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's like one of those things where this is the, the dad in me that comes out a little bit. Like you 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 try to make sure that your kids learn that. Hey, whatever it is that that kind of helps you get to a calm place, that helps you get to a just a peaceful place, right, or a place where you can think or put stuff away or whatever. Whether that's um, read a book or, or, or go for a walk or, or uh, listen to music or play with Legos, whatever the case may be, like do that because be genuine because you're the one that, that has to kind of function in your own space, you know, and, and, and sometimes we all have to unwind a little bit with something. And that I, I thought that was so cool that you've kind of embraced that and yeah. let people in on that. Right. Because some people would be like, ah, I could never admit that because people would make fun of me or whatever. And, it's like, yeah, so what? I mean, this is what I do, and it kind of helps me, kind of helps me relax, or yeah, you know, whatever. Put things, yeah. put things in I the mean, proper mental shelves, or whatever. Hundred percent. It's just, it's my little, you know, decompressed thing, and and you know, I've I've loved it my whole life, and you know, gotten more comfortable with it being part of me, and I, you know, I love it. I tell people that I love it, and um, you know, I didn't think it would. I've gotten a great, you know, great response. Lots of fans love Legos, which is really exciting. And I love yeah. sharing, uh, you know, something I love. I'm a big nerd. I love Star Wars. I collect all kinds of stuff. And, um, you know, it makes me happy. And I love football, too. But, um, you know, football is a big part of my life. And what I like is a big part of my life. And I like football, but I don't – I've never just been a football is everything kind of guy. And that's how my parents raised me. And, you know, this is sports and sports. And my dad put it in Arkansas and it ended. You know, and he and he moved on to the next point of his life. And my mom was an athlete and it ended. And so, um, you know, growing up in a family of athletes, um, you know, my whole family's a lot of my family members have played in college. And, um, you know, it was really preached on me. You know, you you are a person and you have value in you and who you are. And then you also do sports and you do your hobbies and you do your school. But that doesn't define you. And um, it's so easy to get lost um, with social media and, and, and um, you know, big stages like we're on now and, and, and you kind of, um, you know, feel like you let people down or you're supposed to be this guy or that guy. And, um, you know, something small like the Lego thing, you know, seems insignificant, um, you know, but for me, that was big uh, to kind of just show people like, look, this is this is who I am. And, and you know, I, I love that I'm able to express that on the, on the podcast, too. Like I'm always. I'm always me, authentically me. I, I don't change for people. Um, but for people to get able to see that, you know, that, that just see me with a helmet on on the weekends um, is a huge blessing. And I'm so thankful that I'm able to um, just give people a little bit of insight because I love this community and the school and everything that's been blessed on me. And I want to share that. So you mentioned big stages uh, to kind of mm -hmm. segue to the, as we kind of start <laughs> to close. Uh, and, and maybe this is, I told you before in the pre show that, um, we were just talking, I, I, you know, I, I'm a Louisiana guy. I grew up in Ruston and, um, 
LSU, even though I didn't grow up an LSU fan, I grew up an Alabama fan. Both of my parents have degrees from Alabama, and so I kind of grew up cheering for Alabama, believe it or not. I mean, what? A million <laughs> years ago, yeah. Um, but LSU always, like Tiger Stadium and stuff. I remember the first time I went, I was like, whoa. Like, I remember the first time going over the Mississippi River and you saw it over there, and you're like, wow. I mean, you know, like watching it on TV and stuff. And it's always kind of been, I don't know, like almost get almost a little romantic about it kind of in a way because it's just yeah a little bit like uh I, I went to an alabama lsu game in like 86 and it was just incredible you know it was just everything about the whole experience because i grew up going to louisiana tech games it was right down the road yeah yeah, yeah. rustin that's what's gonna ask you if you're a lot of tech fan because we've been there well my dad taught there forever and um and so yeah we go to tech games and you'd see tech play texas arlington or mcneese or um mm-hmm. what, what is now louisiana lafayette um, you know, stuff like that. And so the atmosphere there was completely different than LSU, right. Alabama and Baton Rouge, right? Where it was just like incredible. And, um, you know, and, and so I don't know, I, I like going to that, that, the whole deal that they call in Baton Rouge with Garth Brooks and the, they bring, they used to, I don't think they do it anymore. Cause I guess they de- declared that it was inhumane or something, but they bring the tiger out in the cage and they take him around and, and they mm. the roar and stuff, and you're like, "Oh, this this place is wild," you know. Have you ever been down there? Have you have you have you ever been to LSU? I never dabbled. I didn't. I didn't talk to them, uh, you know, in the portal, and so and they didn't recruit me in high school, so I've never been down there. And then I've never just found myself down there. I got recruited by McNeese in high school and, and went down there. Um, so I've seen the Cajun side. Um, you know, I've I've ate po' boys down there, and and. Um, you know, kind of seeing we I passed through Shreveport a couple times. I know uh I know the Cajun way of life and I know how how people operate down there and then you know you hear you hear about it um you know all the time. People talk about um you know Death Valley and, and what that's like and so um I'm sure it's going to be um eventful. Um but one thing I love about this team is uh not you don't sense a lot of uh not a lot of blink going on amongst these guys. You got a you got an eighteen year old running back um, with the hardly ever talks freaking running dudes over, you know, setting tempo, and, and a young quarterback doing the same thing. Uh, that's exciting um, to watch. So I don't think uh, I don't think we're going to blink as a team. I think we're um, you know ready to to take on the world, and uh, you know we're going to prepare the same like we do every week, and um, you know get ready to go out on there and and, and bust our tails. But uh, definitely. Um, you know, a big reason why you come to the SEC and why I came to the SEC is to play in these big stage games and um, have the opportunity to be part of something great, you know, and something that we're building here that's not finished yet. But, um, you know, it's part of something that, you know, everyone's bought in and ready to go. And so uh, definitely one that I am excited for um, this one and the next one, you know, not to look yeah. ahead. Yeah, sure. Uh, that ne- the next one will be really interesting to talk about when we talk about it next week, about going back to Texas and, and all oh, that. Yeah. And, and, you know, as you guys win, the stage just keeps getting bigger, whether it's in Baton Rouge or College Station or Oxford or Fayetteville or, I guess, Oxford again. I mean, as, as, you, <laughs> as you keep winning, the stages just get bigger and bigger and bigger. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's what happens when, as as you win, the the stakes mounts. Which is oh, fun. yeah. That's what it's fun. Right? Got to dodge that rat poison. Got to dodge that rat poison, too, you know, at the same time. So it's a, it's a balance, man. It's cool. It's so cool, man. I'm so – I'm so happy uh, to be here and, and to be a part of this. So, well, enjoy the week ahead. Uh, best of luck to you and your team as you guys get ready to go uh, to LSU again. It's Ole Miss at LSU, two thirty on CBS. We'll obviously have coverage 
here at rebelgrove.com at MPW Digital all week as uh, we get ready for another Saturday of SEC football. Have you seen the Magnolia Cup trophy yet, by the way? I have. I've, it used to be in the in the meeting room. I've seen it. It's got a big magnolia flower, and it's pretty pretty dope. So hope we well, keep uh, that. We'll d- hopefully discuss the trophy at some point uh, next weekend. I have, mm. I have thoughts on the trophy. Uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Uh, don't forget, this show brought to you each and every week by The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson, therogue.com. They've been delivering fine men's clothing for 55-plus uh, years. Their classic style, attention to detail, commitment to excellent service continues to make The Rogue a special place to shop. We'll come back next week. We'll uh, look back on Ole Miss at LSU and get ready for a bit of a homecoming sort of a game for Mason. Ole Miss heading to uh, Texas A&M next Saturday. Um and what will be another key SEC game. So for Mason Brooks, I'm Neil McCready. That does it for this edition of the Mason Brooks Show presented by The Rogue. Have a great week. Take care. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.